Colonel David Tyrene stood at the window and looked past his gaunt reflection at the slashing monsoon rain. His eyes were hooded, and cigarette smoke was strong in his nostrils. He pursed his lips waspishly, glanced at his watch, and turned his back to the window. Ceiling bulbs pulsed faintly with the rhythm of throbbing diesel generators beneath the building. This quarter of Saigon had no city electricity after dark. David Tyrene crushed out his cigarette and crossed the room to a corner half in shadows. A freckled sergeant sat by the telephone, scrubbing his hands, gazing at the silent black phone with the studied concentration of a monk attending his breviary. The sergeant spoke without looking up. It's nineteen hundred hours, Colonel. You can't make the damn thing ring, Harris. Relax. I guess there's time yet, said Sergeant Harris. The sleeves of his fatigues were rolled up. His hands were red from squeezing. This is a bitch of a night, ain't it, sir? Tyrene searched the wall map of Vietnam. Red ink circles marked seven areas, all of them north of the 17th parallel. It was the northernmost target area that held Tyrene's attention. Sergeant Harris said, We should have heard from them by now, sir. Within the red circle, cross-hatched railroad tracks curved through mountains, intersecting the jagged blue thread of the Sang Chu River. Contour lines, indicating altitude, crowded close together, the sign of steep, broken country. Harris said, That bridge ain't no cracker box. I guess it takes time, but I wish the goddamn phone would shut up, said David Tyrene. Rain spattered the roof monotonously. Tyrene whistled a French tune. It fluted loudly around the room. He shut his mouth abruptly. Harris looked at him. Tyrene turned his lip corners down and returned to the window. A patrol of Consot police pedaled by on bicycles, rain slickers over their white uniforms. They flashed fragmented reflections. Floodlights threw into relief the main gate a hundred yards away. David Tyrene was a gaunted man in a trim green jacket. His mouth was bracketed by deep creases. He stared out the window with half-shuttered, dark eyes. His skin was beaded with an overlay of sweat. Hair the color of old stained leather made a sidewise slash across his forehead. He looked as though he had gone a long time without sleep. Sentries stood guard around a hangar where most of the command had assembled to watch a USO show. The post was quiet. Two infantry officers passed the window, their helmets bowed against the rain, gesturing in conversation, absently answering the salute of a passing enlisted man. Far to the west, on high ground, Tyrene could see faint white flashes on the horizon, the reflection of white phosphor mortar shells or thermite grenades. Flares arced across the jungle. Rain trickled down the window pane, and Sergeant Harris sat over the telephone, pawing his brown, freckled face. Tyrene peeled back his sleeve to study his watch. He spoke sotto voce. Come on, Eddie. The telephone rang. Harris snatched it up, and Tyrene strode across the room. The sergeant spoke a few curt words and hung up. Harris said, Weather report. All we damn well need right now. Colonel, where's Captain Kreisler? Where in hell is he? Tyrene's eyes flashed. Harris looked away toward the wall map. Tyrene's hand reached the desk and he gripped its edge.
A wave of faintness broke over him. He swiveled on one heel and braced a hip against the desk. When the dizziness passed, he stood up with care and walked deliberately toward the door. He turned through it and stopped by the water cooler to fill a paper cup. Inside his pocket, his hand opened a tin and palmed a five-grain quinine sulfate capsule. He slipped it into his mouth and drank. The hall was empty. He stood by the water cooler, unnaturally tense, as though afraid his body might betray him by faltering.